Side boys That's and the Yin Yang twins. I, getting us started here for episode twelve, yes. season two. I love that. I mean I haven't heard that song in a very long time. I forget what we were just doing. I was just talking with my kids inside and I said something about <laughs> like little John. I was like, Yeah. yeah. And my daughter's no like, What the fuck? What is I wrong mean, with she's you, Dad? Six years old. She really I can't really blame her. Yeah. And I was like, You want to hear some of it? And I started playing it and I was like, Wow, this is extremely vulgar. Like, probably shouldn't play this for a six-year-old. But, I mean, you know, here we are. It's 2020. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Someone's going to say it in front of her. Might as well be me. Um, so, yeah. Um, late late episode recording. It's Thursday. Apologies. Yes. We're probably actually going to do an early episode next week just because Wednesday night next week will be Thanksgiving Eve. And, goddamn, if that's not basically the best thing since Christmas... Before Christmas. Is Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah. That used, yeah, used to be a big party night. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be. Not this year. Not if fucking Fuhrer Mills has anything <laughs> to say about it up here. Um, so, the... Uh, <laughs> it's funny because that it's, that's always, you know, the night before Thanksgiving has always been used for a reason to get out, go to the bar, see your friends get away from the family that you're trapped in the house with. Yeah. Um, but now but you can't have family. <laughs> you can't have family. So, and you can't go out to bars. What do you do? Get drunk at home. I guess so. Or get drunk and drive around. She's basically promoting drinking and driving. I mean, what I sent you today was perfect. Yeah. Or did I send that to you? No. No, I sent it to my cousin because he's a, he's a D-gen. <clears throat> oh, speaking of D-gens... Uh, Christmas comes on Christmas because Letterkenny is releasing a new season on Christmas like they did last year on Christmas. And then on the 26th, it's releasing on Hulu. So for anyone looking to binge anything, if you haven't got on the Letterkenny binge, you now have... I need to get caught up. One month to get... Ooh, I just did a heel. Jesus, heel. You got one month to get up to being on schedule for the next season, but... You need to be there. You need to watch it. And I encourage it. My favorite line from Letterkenny is probably um, when they're at the farm stand. And it's one of the clips that is floated around on Facebook. And um, the the two hockey players or whatever. And the, like, muscle shirt. Uh, muscle showed up, muscle shirt showed up today. Muscles coming tomorrow, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the chirping and that is oh, it's, it's, it's just it's, the one liners, yeah. And that's why I love it so much. And my wife, she had a hard time with it at the beginning. She has a hard time with accents. That's like, my favorite part. Like even well, just like understanding, like yeah, 
when you get into like British, Australian, even Canadian accents, yeah, she's like just something breaks in her brain. Can't get it. It's it's got to be slowed down for. Her. And as quick as they are, and as quick witted as like Wayne, and yeah, as quick as they're coming out when they're doing it, it's it's tough for her. So how are you now? Um, Jesus, I got it. I got it. I got it. I didn't get it. <laughs> you did not get it. I whatsoever. did not get it. I was trying to make sure we stay in tune with our listeners, which if you're listening to this, we try and go live on the f- book face and on uh, the Instagrams, the Instagrams and on the YouTubes. Um, I, I'm going to wait to see if uh, Marilyn boy pokes his face in before I <laughs> ask him why my truck isn't clean yet. But um <sighs> It's been a rough week for him. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. The uh, I was very, very, very impressed to see the dub put up by the Patriots. Yeah, and I think my favorite part about that was because I didn't watch any of the game, zero, not one minute of that game. Um, it's tough being a Sunday night. Yeah, we got working folk here. We like to sleep. And I'm an old man, and I was in bed at eight. Um, but waking up the next morning, checking the score and seeing the Patriots won, I'm like, this is, and then I messaged in the group message that we have and what, it was just like something about a car wash. I like microfiber. Yeah. I like, I like, yeah. Microfiber reduce the uh, streaks, please. Um, so you don't forget. And then Garrett sends a gif of just a dead bird and somebody's (laughs) poking it. <laughs> Perfect timing, and then we were asked to shut up. But the only thing, and we and we did. I I tried to be respectful. I tried not to kick a man while he's down. I understand how it is. But you the know. shit we would have gotten if it was the <clears throat> Patriots who lost, and you know, it might not have been the same shoe on the same yeah. foot. You know, I just like, would like it to be known. You know, we did. We were diligent about not completely lambasting him. But, yeah. Um, so you want to go over scores and how we did right now? Yeah, might as well. All right. I have it in a in a connote. Actually, I have a shortcut. So, actually, while we're kind of talking about this, how do you feel about the new OS operating system on the phones and how you can change things around? Have you done anything with it? Uh-uh. Okay, didn't think so. So well, what exactly can you do? So, like, mine right now... Like if you look at my home screen, like I've got a little little bubble up there. Yeah. It looks different. But then on this screen, it's all different. So like this one, this phone notes thing right here. Yeah. So anytime I'm driving, not driving, safely stop so I can use my phone. Mm-hmm. You get it. Yeah. Um, I can click on that and it goes straight to our podcast phone notes. So oh. I can directly type into it. Um, the hey, other... Kirk's here. Oh, good. Good. Good to see you, pal. Good to see you, bub. Uh, moving on. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I've got the, if you go to the main page there. Yeah. And then you swipe over. Yeah, there's you, that's built in. Yeah. I thought it was cool how I can see what my phone charge is and my watch charge. That was also pretty does nice. it for the AirPods and the AirPod case, which is also a charging mm-hmm. case for them. We'll also update you on that battery level status, which is pretty nice. Interesting. I'm just kind of messing around with it here. 
Yeah. I'm getting out of here. So I don't have time for this. All right. So we picked the Titans. Colts won. That's not great. Uh, Browns, Texans. Fucking Browns won 10 to 7. What a fucking garbage game. That's fucking bullshit. Who would we pick? Oh, we we definitely picked the Texans because, you know, they could just score one touchdown. Turned down for Watt. Yeah. Uh, Detroit versus Washington. Detroit won. We got that one right. So we're just going to delete the ones we get right. Uh, Buccaneers kicked the shit out of the Panthers. That was a good game. We picked the Bucks, obviously, because we're not idiots. Giants-Eagles. Giants win because we're not idiots. Packers-Jags. Packers win. Arizona versus the Buffalo Bills. If you do recall, this was a, a sticking point. Yeah. This guy was on the right side of that with Arizona. the Cardinals. Yeah. Coming out as a winner. <clears throat> so, I mean, like, I don't know. Did we get that 50% right? I'm just calling it a win. Yeah. Um, Chargers, Dolphins. Chargers lost it to the Dolphins. 29-21. Shootout. Good game. Yeah. Raiders, Broncos. Uh, Raiders won that one. Oops. I think we were all pretty. I think the uh, Broncos are dead. Yeah. We might, we might have to call in a favor to uh, you know, what, you our, know our, what West, our West Coast affiliates. What's the uh, the saying there? Don't beat a dead horse. Yeah, I think that horse is real <laughs> real dead. <laughs> it's got – they shot it when it had a broken leg, and they've just kept shooting it. Seahawks, Rams, we got wrong. Rams pulled it out. I don't know how. Yeah, and I had and I had picked the Seahawks for the radio show too. Did you? Yeah. What'd you pick this week? Uh, we've got. Well, we haven't got there yet. Yeah. Hold that. Uh, Steelers beat the Bengals. Beat the doors off the Bengals. I'm sorry. Um, we knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Are they still undefeated? Steelers, yes. Yeah. They're nine and zero. Saints, Patriots. I mean. I mean, Saints, uh, Niners, Saints won. Saint, and, yeah, Saints, <laughs> Niners, Saints yeah. won. And, then the and Drew Brees got fucking banged up, didn't he? Uh, yeah, punctured, uh, punctured collapsed, lung. collapsed lung, broken ribs on both sides. Tough, tough day. Tough day in the office. Yeah. That's uh, especially at his age. And Sean Payton asked who was, was asked who was starting quarterback this today in the press conference, and he said, uh, no changes. I'm eating a bagel. I was hoping I couldn't answer that question or something. <laughs> it was just like a complete, like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, Who do you think? <clears throat> My starting quarterback has a fucking collapsed lung. Yeah. Patriots, Ravens. So you and I both picked the Patriots. Obviously. Underdogs. Seven point dogs. And we took the Patriots with points, which means the Patriots could have lost by up to seven. However, they didn't just lose by less than seven. They actually won by six. So that was a plus 13 point differential. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, My truck is filthy. Yeah. Um, You know, just to to put this out there, I don't expect my truck to get cleaned by Kirk. And I for damn sure wasn't going to clean his. So... It's just a mutual respect and maybe a little onus and, yeah. you know. At least tell me you're going to do it and then not. You know what I just realized? What? I missed a fucking beautiful opportunity. What's that? It potentially 
allegedly could have been his daughter's birthday last weekend. We may have gone there for a birthday party. And I missed that opportunity, and I'm going to kick myself for this. I didn't get her anything for the Patriots gear. I could have just gotten her a nice Patriots hat, glove, scarf combo. You know, it is colder up here. It's colder up here. We got her snow stuff. We got her a tube. We got her some, you know, snow-making stuff, snowball equipment. Yeah. Now that he's heard this, now I can't do it for Christmas, but. Just know, I'm very disappointed in myself for missing that opportunity. Yeah, I didn't even think of it. That is, that would have been great. Would have been awesome. Motherfucker. Anyway, I'm gonna clean it because I'm a man of my word. Oh yeah. So by the way, uh, Saturday afternoon, if you want to swing by, okay. Um, he'll be here. He's just gonna try and change oil in his Dodge, and I'm just gonna sit here and watch. He, what he should do is just let you change the oil on his Dodge, and he can focus on cleaning my truck. I mean, that that could happen, too. I do have an outside outlet with shop vac. I got cleaning supplies. I've got a whole bucket. Oh, boy. It works both ways, Scare Hutchins. Yeah, but I'm not going to put my kids in dirty bird losing... He's gear. and to be fair, he's probably not gonna let his kid wear Patriots gear. No, but I mean, he's in Patriot country. I mean, you got to understand where you are and what you just came into. You want to say you're from Maine? Well, fucking here you go, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> this is an initiation process. Because I don't think even when Flacco was a quarterback, that you would have wanted to be a fucking Baltimore Ravens fan. I mean, before I mean, before Flacco, who was. Who'd they have? I don't know. They were in Cleveland. That's right. So was he a Cleveland fan before the Baltimore Ravens? I don't know. Or was he a fucking Baltimore Colt fan until fucking Ersay took that team away? Because he's old as fuck. Remember this. Yeah. So. I forget sometimes. All right. Back to our picks. Back to our picks. Oh, I didn't write down the Bears-Vikings. Vikings won. I would have picked the Vikings. Bears are dead. Okay. This week. Tonight. Tonight. All right. So the Cardinals, Seahawks are playing. Oh, by the way, we went. Uh, how many games were there? 2, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 12, 14. 14 games last week. We got two, four, four and a half wrong because you got one wrong. Okay. I didn't. So. I went ten and four last week. You went nine no, and no. five. All right. Fair enough. That's not bad. No, I'll take good. those numbers. Those are Hall of Fame numbers, really. <laughs> um. So we have starting off tonight: Seahawks, Cardinals. I'm going cards. You going cards again? Yep. I'll I'll join that. Okay. Uh, Steelers, Jaguars. Steelers. Lions, Panthers. Yikes. I might have to go Lions. Yeah. Only because Bridgewater got banged up for the 
Panthers. Not sure if he's playing. Pats, Texans. Pats, obviously. It's going to be a good game. Yeah, I think that will be. And finally, a one o'clock game. I mean, for fuck's sake. Can we get out of this fucking late game? I was hoping with Tom Brady not being the quarterback anymore, we would get a lot more one o'clock games. Yeah. Like all of them. Well, yeah. Titans, Ravens. That's going to be a good game, I think. Both coming off losses. I think I'm going to pick the Titans because... Spite. Spite. (laughs) And because I think they're just a better football team. Honestly. And that's my honest opinion. And I'm not saying it completely out of spite, but... So the reason I picked the Titans over the Ravens is because what did the Patriots do to the Ravens? I have zero clue other than beat them. They ran them. They ran. Yeah. Ran the ball. You have Derrick Henry. The Titans have Derrick Henry. Who is a freight train. 280 pounds, 6 foot 8 fucking he's like back. He's like the football version of the Japanese bullet train that yeah. just goes 200 miles an hour right through your throat. So, yeah, I'm going to go Titans. And they've got Skowski, who has figured it back out again for the third time this year. Skowski? Yeah. I thought he retired. No. Patriots released him. I knew that. But then I thought he retired. Vinny retired, but there's been no talk about that. Vinny retired? Zero talk. Why hasn't there been any talk about that? Oh, he's not. Well, he. I don't know if he officially, officially, officially retired, but he's not kicking. He's not playing for anyone right now. He's not even playing for the Colts. They released him. Yeah, he's not playing for the Colts. They've got fucking Rodriguez or Rodrigo. Um, Why hasn't like the Patriots like scooped Vinny up? Because I think Vinny is just happy doing what he's doing. All right, but yeah, he's. Fair enough. I don't know if he will retire. <clears throat> like, I don't know if he'll actually, like, come out and say, I'm done, or if he just, like, just does Imagine, like, 10 years from now, and he just comes back and fucking... Like, 56 years old, and starts <laughs> banging. Just starts fucking hitting fucking 60 yarders. I mean, have you seen the deer he has on his fucking ranch? No. If anyone here has not, which, you know, he hasn't, so... Look up, um, oh, what the fuck is his name of his ranch? It's good. Um, um, Vinatieri's ranch is record-breaking ranch. It's in, I think it's in Indian Indiana. It's a it's a deer ranch. All right. Indiana's got a lot of big deer. This place is, I mean, just absolutely, A, it's beautiful. B, it is just some of the biggest deer I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, I was in Missouri. Sorry. So, yeah, they're down in Missouri at this record-breaking ranch, which is Vinatieri's, like... I mean, they have a thing. They have a part of their website is just trail cam picks. And I can't turn this around very easily. But um, 
Can you see that deer? That's a big deer. That's a very big deer. And look, there's another very big deer. There's there's more big, big, big deer. Just big deer. So, record-breaking ranch. If you're looking to shoot whitetail and have a shit ton of money, because I cannot imagine it is very cheap to go there. Yeah. Let's see what the hunt packages are. Um, book a hunt. So, they price that deer on SCI scores. So Is this a high fence ranch? I don't know. But he also has elk. Yeah, so it's high fence. Probably. So you basically, you go there and you say, I want to shoot this big of a deer. And they say, well, it's going to cost you this amount of money. Yeah. And so then like, you go out and you shoot If you want to shoot, shoot like a 181 to 200, it's eight grand. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you want to shoot a 261 to 300... 16. Jesus Christ. I mean, up to 160 inch is 4,500. That's a big deer. 160. Yeah. 160 on the, on, on the tines. Yeah. 160 inches is gross. So that's, that's, that's a big deer. And, I mean, a lot of the 200 pounders you see, depending in Maine, I mean, the, the 200 pounders that you see are probably... The big racks, 120, 130s. Yeah. I mean, Philbrick shot one two years ago that was 160, and it was the biggest deer shot in Maine. That year? Um, with an art with a bow. Yeah. Inch-wise. But, I mean, you go up to elk pricing. You shoot a, up to 300 is 7,500. Then we can go top. 401 to 425, 16 and a half thousand dollars. Yeah, so that's like, I mean, you have a very high probability of shooting that size deer at one of these places. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, I think it's guaranteed. But I would rather, I would rather go to Indiana and sit on a cornfield. And just see what happens. Yeah. And I mean... The nice part about a ranch like that is you can go anytime you want, for the most part. Yeah, so I don't know how that works. I don't know if it, you know, is it only you can only go during? I don't think so. I think on a ranch you could go in July. Really? Yeah. Well, I guess that's true because Dave does his stocked hunts sort of anytime. It's not necessarily during hunting season. Yeah. So... Huh. Well, tips, gratuities, and cooks are not included in the hunt package. Huh. That's just basically the land and the fucking deer, and you still got to pay well, for I think, food. And no, it's lodging, meals, guide, okay. dressing, caping, and a three-day hunting license are all included. So hunting license, that would make me think, maybe you just have to have a hunting license for that state. Maybe. I don't know. The hunts are three days, four nights of lodging. So, I mean, that's not terrible, terrible, really. But if you, you can go to Anacostia <clears throat> Island, uh, granted you're not shooting a 160-class deer, but you're shooting two deer, buck or doe, in a seven-day hunt for four grand. 
on an island that has. Yeah, but is your travel there covered? Yeah, it's all included in that price. Hmm. I mean, except for like your gas to get to the airport in Canada. Well, that's what I mean. Like, to, so for you to get to Canada to get to a place where you can fly to Anacostia, that's not covered. No, right. So, I mean, I don't know six six grand to. I understand, like, I mean, I really do, and especially, like, now working way more and, like, seeing what guys do, and I, I get why there are places like this. Yeah. They're getting way off of our NFL picks that we stopped way. in the middle of, but I don't have a problem with places like this. I don't, I don't either, but I'm just, I, for me personally, I would much rather go do a fair chase hunt. I, I, it's a gamble. Because you could go do a fair chase hunt and say you pay six grand, you have a chance of getting a very good buck, but you still got to hunt it. Right. I guess that's kind of. And I get some of that. Like, well, I mean, it's sort of like a moose hunt here, right? Mm -hmm. So if you get a moose tag, there are guides you can call that will put you on moose. Yeah. I mean, they might not be the biggest moose, but I mean, because the state's mostly public. Or private, not posted, so you can yeah. hunt it, you know, from from that standpoint. But, you know, there's other states where, I mean, it's sort of like the waterfowl. Like, I, I'm so happy to live in a place where I don't have to pay to waterfowl hunt. Mm-hmm. Or fight on a WMA for a draw mm-hmm. ticket. Yeah. Like. But imagine if, like, you had to be a member of a lease. Right. Well, that, that, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, so like down in Arkansas, down in Missouri, down in, you know, all these places on the central flyway, you're either hunting private leases, which you're paying fucking anywhere yeah. amounts of God awful money for. So you either split it like 10 fucking ways or, you know, you go into a club and this club has this land that they're allowed to hunt and that's, it is what it is. Or you're hunting these WMAs that are permits. So you've got to apply for these permits or show up at fucking 3 o'clock in the morning and hope that you're fucking number four in line and get the fourth spot. And it is what it is. But then at the same time, I'm listening to this fucking podcast through the night and they're like, yeah, you know, I hate shooting into big groups of greenheads. He goes, you know, they just come through in balls up here because they haven't been down. They're not down far enough right now. Yeah. Because they were hunting up in North North and South Dakota. Yeah. And so North Dakota is open. North Dakota, you can just go up, buy, buy a uh, hunting license and hunt ducks. South Dakota is by lottery. And if you win the lottery, you get a two-week grouping. Or you get, I think it's 10, day, 10 days or whatever, 14 days. But you can split them up. It's like you can hunt early seven days, and then you can hunt late seven days. But you've literally got to call it in and say, I am starting my seven days right now. So it's kind of fucked up. Why is that? Just Because they want to limit. They want to limit the amount of hunters at that time and in the state. Um, and especially with everyone going to fucking, no one can go to Canada this year. Yeah. So that's hurting, that's hurting migration huge out in the Midwest. Um, the Atlantic Flyway right now is very much suffering from 80% of the hunters in Canada are United States of America yeah. citizens. 
So those guys aren't going up there to push those birds this way as soon as the... So now we're waiting on ice, waiting on ice and snow. Yeah. And this fall has been some of the most fucked up weather I've ever seen in my life. So it got cold super early, then it thawed right back out and nothing moved. And now it got cold today, it's going to be fucking 60 on Saturday. Like, so birds aren't moving. Um, I wish, I wish the state of Maine would open hunting at least to residents on Sunday. I think that would be, I think, I think that should be, and that was a friend of mine that are very involved in the deer hunting. Um, she had a post the other day, because I, I got the email too, I'm sure you did too, from the Maine Department of Fish and Wildlife or whatever. Yeah. Don't forget to take time off to hunt. Yeah. How about you fucking give me Sunday to hunt, you fucking cocksuckers? Mm-hmm. Like, you literally take away one... Like, I'm going to, next year, I'm buying a deer license in New Hampshire. Why not? To be able to just increase my chances. Right. And if I get one in New Hampshire, awesome. If not, I'll still try to get one in Maine either way, but. But, I mean, either 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 way, you're going to be able to hunt. I mean. Yeah. You know, I want, I want to get you out hunting this year or next year or yeah. every year from here on out. Um, but you know, I mean, I understand with, you know, getting in and out of the boat's tough yeah. and it is what it is. And, you know, if we can find a place that's easier, then let's do that. But, um, you know, from the standpoint of not being able to hunt on Sundays and they say, oh, well, because so many people will shut off their land, like where show me one fucking landowner that because they can't walk out of their house on a fucking Sunday, like get fucked. Anybody that's hunting, you're full. No, but you're full of shit because anyone, anyone that's out, they nobody in this state just goes. Oh, it's Sunday. I can go do whatever I want to do. Yeah. I mean, truly, it's there's not that many people in this state that treat Sundays exclusively as. Oh, this is the only day I can take my fucking dog outside and not get shot. Look at how other states do it. You know, if some people say, well, they'd have to shorten the season. Why? Well, because, well, at least for waterfowl, that's a federal, federally regulated days. Yeah. So, like, you have, I think it's, what, I think it's like 65 days or 70 days or something. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, deer hunting is in, for rifles and even if it was just for, I don't know. I just wish... They would do it so it would increase our opportunities. You know what I mean? Oh, I think, I yeah, I, I don't disagree that it should be done. Don't get me wrong. But um, I just think that, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever see We won't see it with this fucking governor, that's for sure. Well, it's not even really the governor's fucking choice, I don't think. No, but I think the governor could push it along. And yeah. this this one's fucking, would rather nobody hunt in the fucking state. We can hunt fucking salad than hunt deer. I was talking to a guy the other day about my deer. And he's a, <clears throat> he's a, you know, a massive deer hunter. He spends bow hunting. He goes to Illinois. He, you know. That and he hunts and he tries to find every year. He tries to find 
a bigger deer than he shot the year before. And if he doesn't find it, then he waits until the next year and tries to find it that year. See, I think that's a lost art in this state. Yeah. Um, and he told me that. And I told him about my deer, and he's like, that's awesome. That's, a, that's, that's cool. And I said, so it's not very hard for me next year to find a bigger one. <laughs> and he it's laughed. true. You could shoot my fucking chessy and have a bigger deer. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm next sorry, year. that was disrespectful. Yeah. Um, next year, because of getting my hip done, I'm hoping I'll be able to have the more, be more able-bodied to, to get do it, more hunting. Get out, and, yeah. yeah. And get to spots that are a little so, bit better hunting. So I guess we can cover that, right? We, oh, that's right. I didn't. We can just fucking completely go way out of left field, and then we'll come back to yeah. the footballs. Yeah, so I'm getting my hip replaced. Yeah, February-ish. Yeah, middle of February. We so. didn't have to go John Q, which nope. was good. Yep, it was good. I was ready, though. I was, yeah, I was ready to put out the call and just shut that place down and fucking. What do you think would have happened? They probably would have arrested me and I would have not got my hip replaced and spent the rest of my life in jail. Or a good portion of it. I don't think we would have spent that long in jail. I think they would have understood. I mean, it's not like we were going to go. I was, I was definitely, if he, if they said no, I was going to lose my shit. Yeah. I mean, as you should. And, um. For, for the amount of shit you've dealt with over your, your career in yeah. um, hip issues, yeah, I think it's about time to call a spade a spade and fucking let's let's, let's take just care fucking of this. Do it, and and that's kind of what I was like with him, like, and one one factor I think helped me, and this is I kind of put it on my offense was I brought my cane in with me that I use when I go into, like, big public places where I could be walking a ways. Yeah. So I brought that in with me just as a little, like... Go fuck yourself. Little oomph. You yeah. Know? And he's like, I see you're walking with a cane. I'm like, yeah, I don't use it all the time, but when I'm in places I'm not familiar with and I don't know how far I'm going to walk in this big crowds, I like to bring it just to have that safety net. And I said, I can't put my socks on without help and da-da-da-da-da. So he said, well... Let's do it. And uh, here we are. Good choice, Bob. Yeah. I didn't necessarily, I didn't say you're fucking lucky or anything like that. But um, I, uh, it was, <clears throat> I was very happy. Very, like, after I left there, it was just like this huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders. And, you know, I'm still not, I will be 100% happy when I'm laying on the operating table about to go under. That's yeah. when I'll be like, all right. But until then, I'm like 90% because... Something could always fuck yeah. it up. No doubt. But I think, you know, you look at... Um, it was kind of something... I forget who I was talking to about it. It may have been my old man or Chad or both. But... <clears throat> and it really would have been a very, very, very simple discussion and it probably would not be a far stretch i mean i don't want to say this as it's not a far stretch but it you know it kind of is what it is but like when he you know if he were to say no and be like all right well you know just let you know that you're that my suicide's on your fucking hands yeah. and just walk out and be like 
Well, my plan was I was it was just going to be in and I and Mandy and I had a list together of points and if it didn't go the way it went and talking about it because eventually I I was just going to tell him look I'm just going to become a product of the system and have to live on disability before long because I'm not going to be able to drive I'm not going to be able to work I'm not going to be able to do any of those things so we better start now right and I mean he looked at my x-rays and he goes yeah that's as bad as it can get right there and I'm like yeah well let's it, well, it well, hurts so well, we're fucking there so let's fucking get out of there and um but now how's now are they doing both no they're just gonna do the left one because the right one it has some arthritis but it's nowhere near as bad as my left like and he thinks by getting my left done i'll be able to do some in with physical therapy with the left it will help the right along because my range of motion and stuff with my right is pretty much there. And with my left being back to, you know, 90%, it will be It'll even be better. Better than right. 90. Yeah. From, from everything that I've seen from people that do, do hips and knees and whatever else, I mean, I've never heard someone say, I shouldn't have fucking done this at yeah. all. You know? So we'll see. And I, I'm not sure what the recovery time is going to be like. They, it sounds like maybe a month or so that I may be out of work, but in the long run, it's going to be worth it, um, especially getting it done the time of the year I'm getting it done. Yeah, it's in the winter, but it's before our busy season, and it's before the season of stuff that I like to do. Right. So. Get it done before fission. Yeah. Start rehabbing. Exactly. So it's, I think there's some – it's going to be tough, but – I've been through hip surgeries before. I spent June my junior most of my junior and senior year in a fucking wheelchair. So Yeah, I think this is gonna be a little bit better for you. Talking to the doctors and talking to customers of mine that are doctors, he said, you know, most of the time on the day of surgery you're up and walking, putting full weight on it, um, because that's just how they do it now with yeah. the with the type of surgery it is. It's they it they go anterior versus doing it from the front, so it doesn't really disrupt any of your muscles, and it's all robotic. That they're just making the cuts for the most part. Yep. Yeah. Fucking technology's crazy, bub. It is. I mean, it's great. I mean, I'm super pumped for you. Like when you told me that, I was I could not have been happier. For, yeah. I was a little happier that you shot a deer than you are getting a hip, but. At the same time, I think I was happy. I don't think I, I I couldn't tell you which one I was happier for actually, yeah. because I know how long how long and how hard you've worked to get to the point where they do go in and say, "Yep, let's fucking do it." Yeah, because I mean that's been a struggle for you, and that's it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it, it really, really, really is. And like I said, just hearing those words, and now I'm thinking, like I started to say a few minutes ago, all the stuff I'm going to be able to do, like just. Just stupid shit, like getting up out of a chair without fucking killing me. Yeah. Um, kneeling down is one of the things that I'll, you know, with rehab and stuff that I'll probably be able to do again. Right. And it's... it's Gaining a lot of independence yeah. back in your life. I'm going to have to learn how to do a lot of things again, you know, because I haven't... Building that muscle tone back up in my leg is going to be tough because I don't have any. I mean, I've got... 
my casts are big, but that's because I'm heavy. Yeah. And, but like my, my, like my, I don't know, quads or whatever they quads. are. Quads, quads uh, and hammies. Um, and glutes. There's not much muscle tone there. So see what happens. I'm just happy. I, uh, I, we're moving forward. It's not, it's not stationary. And yeah. Sitting in place going, oh, well, maybe next time, Bob. Yeah. yeah. I um, was not leaving out, leaving that office without some sort of answer. Yeah. And, uh, luckily I didn't have to throw a temper tantrum. Lucky for them. Very lucky for My them. My x-rays are gnarly. I should have gotten a copy of them. I've got these fucking nasty bone spurs on my left hip that it's just from the zero cartilage left, so it's just bone on bone grinding, and it's building up these nasty fucking cartilage. It's bad. Lovely. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, compared to my right, my right hip, compared to my left, fucking beauty. Yeah. Real, <laughs> real beauty. Ready yeah. to just fucking swing away, Bob. Mm. Oh, and I think that's, you know, I'm pumped for you. Yeah. I really am. I, I appreciate I'm it. Fucking super happy to hear that things are moving forward for you, especially with the work that you've put in over the past eighteen months of yeah, the not drinking, no and, drinking, no smoking. Yeah, it's like all right, motherfuckers, you better reward me, or guess what? I'm going on a hell of a fucking bender. <laughs> we might just start doing meth. Fuck it, I yeah. don't know what the fuck I'm going to do when I leave here. <laughs> but, and that was, you know, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm super happy. Anyways, getting Moving back to on. what we, we talked about, I don't know, fucking an hour ago. So we stopped, we both picked the Titans. Uh, Eagles-Browns. Eagles-Browns. See, I was thinking about that game when I made my pick for the radio today, like, because we still go through and straight pick every game on their through their website, and I think I picked the Browns just because Philly is. I think the Eagles are dead. Yeah, I agree. Browns, so, Browns, um, Falcons, Saints. Falcons, Saints. I'm thinking. That's the game I picked for the radio, um, and we picked the Saints even with without Drew Brees. Really? We might have to differ on this one. That's fine. So you're gonna go Saints? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Falcon. Um, Bengals and the Washington Football Team. I'm going Bengals. Bengals? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I picked, too, was the Bengals. Jets, Chargers. Chargers. So, did you see, speaking of, oops, wrong spot, um, Air Bear fucking cut his hair? Yeah. Not a good look, Bob. No. Like 14 years old. Yeah. Acne all over the face. Like, what the fuck are you doing cutting your hair? Yeah. Especially how good he was doing with the long hair. Yeah. The flow. Mm. It's just part of it, bro. And why wouldn't you just cut it into a mullet? Right. 
Not a fucking eighth grade fucking buzz cut five yeah. or four and eight. Like I saw, I saw some dude's comment that was like, that motherfucker's barber just went four and eight with no fade. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so true. Like, You're in the NFL. Get a fucking did, haircut. Dude. Did you seriously just walk down to like a sport cuts and be like, uh, yeah, just give me like a buzz. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even want the hot towel. Yeah. I don't want the VIP package. Yeah. I want to look like I'm 14. Yeah. I had a very brief moment of being like, I should shave my beard. And then I went, no, <laughs> no, that ain't happening, bub. Yeah, you don't have to do that anymore. No. So that's, that's actually quite a little bit of controversy in the old office right now. Yeah? Yeah, because that was one of my conditions of employment was that I was not going to be part of that group that has to be clean shaven mm-hmm. once a year. And I was hired under that premise. It is not in my contract. Mm-hmm. And so then they turned around and tried to say, uh, you're going to do it. And I said, Mm-mm. turns out I'm not, bub. I said, well, someone's got to do it. And I said, well, then you better fucking find that someone. My name's not someone. I don't give a fuck. And it ended up being my boss having to take the bullet for the team. <laughs> which As he should. I sort of feel bad, but he knew what he was getting into, and he knew exactly what I told him Yeah. around the hiring that uh, this fucking beard is not getting shaved. And so, so far, so good. We'll see how long it lasts, but um, I think it'll be a while. If it comes down to it, will you do it? Like, if it's your job on the line? We'll have to cross that bridge when we get there. All right. We'll have to cross that bridge. I can push. I can push pretty hard. (laughs) You would more than most people. I, yeah. I definitely threw some haymakers today. So I'll say this about that. We have a very good group of people at the place that I work. However, there does appear to be and there has been this whole, like, team breakup where it's, like, our team versus your team. And nobody wants to be in the spotlight. Nobody wants to be under the gun of, like, it's fucking on you to yeah. make sure we're not fucking up right now. But in reality, someone always has to be in the limelight. Like, there's there's no, there's no there's nothing you can do to get around that. Like, everyone's going to have their time in that. Yeah. So let's help each other out and make it easier for each other. But that's not how it is there. It's way more of the, oh, well, I'm just going to fucking do whatever I can to make sure that I fuck you and get out of the limelight as quickly as possible. So it's kind of, it's it's not very team building like. Yeah, a lot of he said, she said. Uh, well, not only that, but it's like a lot of, oh, yeah, nope. Nope, it's not our problem anymore. It's theirs now because we're done with whatever we're doing. Even if it's a fucking blatant lie. So, I may have gotten yelled at a little bit this week. Because I didn't know something was due. It was not on my radar at all. So, I, you know, straight up owned it. Apologized. Hey, I'll take care of it today. Don't worry. It'll be done. Like Due dates today? All right, it'll be done today. No problem. 
So I get going, get cranking. Then I hit a little snafu that may or may not have been the product of someone that may have been telling me that I needed to be done with what I was doing, not wait till the last minute. So I thought about it a little bit. I said, you know, I could be nice and just reach out to this one person. Or I could broadcast this entire fuck up to the entire organization and say, just looking for a little clarification here because you call out two different parts in your um, engineering change here. And uh, one of them is definitely not right. And the other one doesn't exist. So let me know which one you want me to fucking order before the fucking work can happen, Bob. <laughs> and the response I got back was, uh, we will get back to you. I said, well, then... You can go ahead and update people on why we are going to miss our milestone because I'm ready to go. This work order is planned and ready to fucking rock and roll. Yeah. The only thing I'm missing is the parts that you were supposed to order. Yikes. So basically my theory here, and it's sort of one of the mantras I live by, is if you're going to take a shot, don't miss. Yeah. Especially if you're coming at me. Like if you're coming at me, you if you're going to hit me, you better hit me hard. You better fucking kill me. It better be a fucking kill shot. Yeah. Because if it's just a glancing blow, guess what, bub? I've still got a gun. I got a fucking RPG coming <laughs> back at you, <laughs> and I'm fucking sending it. Because mm. at this point, you have now broken the trust. The trust tree has fucking fallen, mm. and I am here to burn the forest down. I love it. So, I sent some emails today that <laughs> definitely... <laughs> We're probably received a little hard. Scathing, scathing emails. Well, just to, you know, a little, little, hey, you said you were ready and you weren't. So just let me know when the fuck you actually are ready and then we'll fucking move on with this. Till then, shut the fuck up. And I can't wait for my boss to listen to this fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be great to fucking explain on fucking Monday morning. Um... Yeah, you know. Oh shit, we still have four games, five games left. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually not a bad format. We start no. picking the games, and then we just bounce off, and we, we go just, back, yeah. and then we maybe we found something. We might have found we might have found our niche here. Yeah, until uh, football season's over, <laughs> and yeah. then we're like, ah, fuck. Dolphins, Broncos, Dolphins, <laughs> Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, yep. Two a time. Cowboys, Vikings. I'm going to go with Vikings. I can't pick the fucking Cowboys. I think I picked the Cowboys. I can't pick the Cowboys. I can't even write it down. I'll go with the Vikings. Kirk Cousins. They beat Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Packers, Colts. Packers. This is... Although I thought... That's going to be a much closer game than I think yeah. everyone is thinking. The pack, The Colts' defense is legit. Um. Yeah, the defense has to be legit when you're when Philip Rivers is your quarterback. He may like to play catch with the other team <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> Might be a little downfall on his part. Um, Chiefs Raiders Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, Rams Buccaneers. See, that's the the new, oppos- school, new school old school. You got fucking yeah. B.A., Tom Brady, Gronkowski, 
which I don't know if you saw what I posted to our fucking Instagram today. About uh, Chad. No, no, the Chad Ochocinco quote was fucking hilarious. (laughs) Sounds about right. That was one of of my favorite quotes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, And nobody even commented, especially when I said we're coming in hard for this week. Yeah. You know, I don't think everybody got the whole fact of the noon to midnight. Baby's baby's arm holding an apple. Yeah. Um, Anyways, we're both picking the bucks. Yeah. Whether you like to fucking admit it or not. But um, there was a Instagram post from the Buccaneers today. It's a fucking Instagram video that is Brady and Gronkowski doing mail time. And it is Brady having... It, it, I miss him so much right now. It's just... it's It's... It's Tom Brady. It's him being allowed to have fun. Like, it's him, like, enjoying his career, enjoying his life. It is him and Gronkowski sitting by a kiddie pool in two fucking beach chairs. Brady sits down with his designer glasses on. uh, Gronk sits down with his pit vipers on. They're both like, dude, those are sick sunglasses. Let's switch. So then Brady does the entire interview in fucking pit vipers. And he's just like, they're talking about, um, like, one of the things they talk about, tight ends. And Brady's like, so, tight ends, overrated, underrated. And Gronkowski's like, "Ah, you know, I think they're underrated, man. He's like, you know, we block, we run, we catch, we do everything. And then the other part of the tight end, the tight end, tight end, you can never have too big of a tight end. And he's, you know, and Brady's just fucking laughing about it the whole time and like egging him on. And yeah. he's just like, God damn it. Why couldn't we see this side, like the human side, the fun side of Brady? like The non-robotic side. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's still a robot no matter what in his game planning. Like, you know he is. Yeah. And especially when you see him yelling at people. Yeah, he's not an alien. He is an alien. AQ talking about working with Brady. Did you? Did you I haven't heard any of that. Oh my fucking god! So he was on uh, Monday or Tuesday of the Pat McAfee show. If that's got to be a fucking culture shock for AQ. Ah, uh, I don't think so. I mean, he's used to BA. Yeah, but I mean, I think Brady does things very, very stringent. I mean, because yeah. he was talking about you know. Yeah, I had the two towels like Brady wants, and I had, you know, uh, whatever, it, like, Brady requires me to have, like, I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna do. He goes, <laughs> if Brady wants me to tug on his balls before the game, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so he goes, he goes, I did get one penalty because he did have, like, a, uh, it was either a false start or something, and it was on AQ. And he goes, and AQ's like, yeah, you know, when the, when the snap's on one, probably should snap the fucking ball. And, you know, yeah, that's on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was awesome. So, I mean, if anyone that listens to our show and doesn't listen to Pat McAfee's show, go back and find, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, he had AQ Shipley on. I'll have to check that out. Um, it's on YouTube uh, under the, the Pat McAfee show on YouTube. But AQ... 
it, it was just the beauty of a conversation. It was really, it was really good. And I think, I don't know, A.B., Gronkowski, there's just. It's pretty good combo. I think they are going to run the table. You think so? think they're in the Super Bowl? I, uh, yeah. At least in contention. At least either close. I think it's going to be Packers, Tampa Bay for the NFC. That's going to be a good. Which would good. be a phenomenal. And I hate to say it because how much I love Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays. Yeah. Which, again, if you don't watch the Pat McAfee show and you listen to us and you don't watch him, you need to watch on Tuesdays, especially if you don't appreciate Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, humanizing Aaron Rodgers is almost as like, I almost love it as much as I love the humanizing of Tom Brady yeah. in Tampa because of what he's allowed to do now. And, I mean, he's gone on. I mean, he interacted with Pat on Twitter the other day. Yeah. Like that. I liked the interview where he talked about what he was buying for, like, for gifts and Pat's reaction to that. Because he was like a wave runner. And Pat's like, a jet ski? Yeah. A fucking jet ski? I've never seen anyone upset. I've never seen anyone not happy on a jet ski. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Right. Well, and the worst part about that is he was taking shots at Bakhtiari the whole time. Yeah. So, and that, and like, but like seeing Brady talk, what I was talking about is Brady, is Brady and Pat had an interaction over the, oh, really? over the Twitters. I did not know that. Yeah. And... It was like the greatest day of my fucking Twitter life. I was just watching that happen. But it was, you know. What happened? Uh, hold on, I'll go back and find it. But I just think, like, that the two of those guys. That'd be, that's going to be a good, like, two of the greatest, the two greatest number 12s to ever play the game. Yeah. I think they are going to 12 on 12. I think that would be a very, very, very good game. Yeah. It's either going to be a good game or a fucking blowout. I don't think it'll... I don't, I don't think it'll be a blowout. I truly don't think it'll be a blowout ever. Um, I really don't. I don't, I don't think that... Um, And it is not on this. Oh, I might have done it on the other Twitter's account, our our actual show Twitter account, which we have at mainly stupid. Yes. Hugh is at Hugh Mac eighty seven. Correct. I'm at foul fly. And our boy Jay Corley, he is now worth Cornhole Ace. Yeah. Which is a big deal. He's also with a mortgage company, which is, I mean, sorry. but Oh, yes. So, <clears throat> Pat McAfee said, although Tom Brady and I have never spoke, he did send me his new shades. So, here's the quit. Here's the clip. I would assume that Byron Leftwich and Tom Brady have a great respect for each other. I've never talked to either of those men. <laughs> Not at once in my entire life. Now, granted, Tom Brady did send me his new shade. Oh, hey, now! <laughs> I'm going to let you know. I don't know how many people got these shades, but I do know. I'm one of them. Whoa! Where are these from? 
Denmark? Uh, yeah, I think so. Danish. It's a Danish product, yeah. Whew. I'll tell you what, the goddamn Danes, I don't know how much sun they got over there, but they do it right with the sunglasses. <laughs> so Tom Brady sends Pat McAfee sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady responds on Twitter, Pat, although we never spoke personally, I appreciate the trust. And by the way, sources have told me Tom does indeed love Byron. Leftwich, who's there? OC. Okay. So it's... That's I mean, cool. two two worlds colliding. Yeah, that I never thought would, especially because it seems to be that everyone from the Indianapolis Colts umbrella absolutely fucking hates Tom Brady. He had uh, Mathis on the show today. Yeah, he's a very scary individual. Richard Mathis, or yeah, the, yes, yeah, a very. Very scary individual on the old football fields. Yeah. I think that's who we had on. Right. Um, where is it? Yeah. Robert Mathis. Yeah. Robert Mathis. Yeah. He is a very scary individual. And he doesn't like Tom Brady? He hates Tom Brady. What does he hate him for? Uh, kicking the shit out of the Colts. Oh, that's right. <laughs> But I think that's where, like, a lot of it, like, and I don't blame him. I mean, he was a, you know, defensive end between him and Dwight Freeney. Like, they were two of the greatest, and that's really why Indianapolis was great. Not saying that Peyton didn't have a part in it. Peyton did his part, but. Tom Brady did run a train on them. Yeah. It's kind of a shame. It really is a shame. Brady forced him to put up an AFC, second place AFC. Banner. Banner. It's a bad look. It's a tough, tough, tough look. Not where you want to be, really. But, I mean, hey. Not our decision. If you ain't first, you last. Exactly. Well, I'm about to fall asleep. Yeah, we are going deep tonight. We got to get Gramps home. Yeah. I just picked up a toothpick that's been on this table, collecting COVID for the last week. Yeah, COVID is fucking running rampant. I still stand by a couple things, which if we're going to go in on it, I will. Since a mask order has been in place in the state of Maine, COVID has done nothing but rise. So go fuck yourself when you tell me the masks work. They might work a little bit, but guess what? We had a spike. Then we are we're all told to wear masks, and now it's going up. A little tinfoil hat on the, other, on the back end of this. Everyone's getting the flu shot. COVID cases are going up. Not saying it's related, but hey, you never know. What are your thoughts? Final thoughts would be, I just want it to all be over. Do you think it's going to be over? No. Not for a long time. Do you think that it could be? That it could be over? Yeah. Yeah, eventually. At what point? That I don't know. I don't know the magic words to that. All I know is I think we've all figured out how to deal with it a little bit better than we were last year when the first surge happened. Yeah. And obviously that's the case because hospitals aren't shutting down to elective surgeries yet. And they're not shutting down the economy again. I mean, they're placing 
pretty stringent measures, but I don't know. It's just it, it, the thing that bothers me the most about it is the the amount of different opinions. Yeah. And whether would, it's science, whether it's somebody else who talked to a scientist, whether it's somebody who lives in their mother's basement. I would take it to consistency. Yeah. And like like one of the big things, you know, California just shut down. Gavin Newsom, who is the governor of California, then just got seen in a fucking group of like 50 people going to fucking dinner. Yeah. So it's like, bro, you, you can't tell me to do something and then you not do it. Like... What's good for the goose is good for the gander. And if that's not going to be the case, then go fuck yourself. And don't expect anybody to follow you. Yeah. But. I mean, they said the same thing around 4th of July. Right. You know, the gatherings and stuff for that. And they're doing the same thing with Thanksgiving and the holidays coming up. I mean, my circle's pretty tight as it is. I mean, obviously I work in the public, so that's my only downfall. But. I don't know. What gets me, and I mean, just to go into it a little, uh, just scratch the surface a little bit. Just scratch the itch for me right now. Would be that if you really look at it and you really start looking at contact tracing and how, especially with like the NFL teams and that's the way we do it at, at, at our work as well, where it's, it's not only just in contact with, but it's exposure time. Yeah. So if you're not standing by someone for fucking less than 10 minutes, it really doesn't fucking matter in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Unless you don't believe the science. So the problem I have with it is believing the science in some spots and then not listening to science in other spots. Yeah. So it's either you stay consistent and you say, we are going to, we are going to follow the science, which the science is okay. A mask may help, but it doesn't help all the time. And it definitely doesn't help because at least with like, my work and everything, like, if you were not wearing an N95 mask, it doesn't fucking matter that you had a mask on. Yeah. Which, at that point, I'm like, well, then, either tell me not to wear a mask, or make me wear an N95. Which, I'm sorry, but this beard and an N95... Doesn't work. Does not work. So, I'll stay at home, you go on and do your little fucking thing, and on we go. But, I don't know. The double standards, the inconsistencies are just leading to a lack of, I think, understanding and a lack of care for a lot of people. And I think a lot of people at this point are just fatigued with it and just, you know what, go fuck yourselves. We're going to do what we want to do. Yeah. And, and I think that's the case. And I think that'll eventually be the case for more people. And all of a sudden, it will be just. Well, I mean, how many people... We're all going to learn to live with it more. How many... Uh, well, and I think you should be able to learn with it, to live with it. I think it should be like everything. Like, any person that has a compromised immune system has to take these risks. And every day you walk out of the house, you have risks that could kill you. And I mean, truthfully, you really look at... that. Joe Rogan put out a podcast today, and it scares the fuck out of me. I listened to the entire thing today. And it's with a doc. It's a doctor. I forget the name of the guy. I'm not going to go look Was at it. Was it Osterholt? Uh, I'll go look at it now. Now that you asked me, it was no Nicholas. Uh, nope, 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 nope. Nicholas Christakis. I don't know. So he was 
is uh, the Sterling Professor of Social and Natural Science at Yale. He also worked at Harvard. Real dumb guy. Real, real dumb. Um, but, you know, his basic... <laughs> the thing that scares me about it is you hear, like, oh, Pfizer's trial is showing a reduction in the... You know, is showing, like, good signs. Yeah. He goes, but you haven't heard... So it may have reduced um, cases, but it may not reduce deaths because yeah. that number has not been released. He goes, so yeah, you could have two two groups, right? So you, you call it a thousand people in each, and in the control group where you have no actual medicine, a hundred people get sick. In the medicine group of a thousand people, ten people get sick. So naturally, you would say it's ninety percent effective. Yeah. And that's what's coming out right now. But if both groups have, call it, three people that die, who the fuck cares? So what that 100 people got sick in this group and 10 people got sick in this group, in the grand scheme of things, three people still died. Yeah. He goes, and that's what hasn't come out. And that's where it's very scary to sit here and say this, um, these two studies that are going on that are very, very, very positive – May not be. And it's like, holy fuck. And like, but people just literally sit there and say, oh, well, they had a 90, 92% or 94% success rate. Well, what's success? And that was that, that when he asked that question, I literally stopped and I was like, holy fuck. Like, what is success? What are they? Yeah. What are you saying is success? Is it stopping a person from dying? Is it stopping a person from getting it? Because, yes, it may be great to stop. 94% people from getting it in the control group. But if both the control group and the medicated group both have six deaths, then this did nothing. You know, in the end of the day. Yeah. And it's like... I think eventually what's going to happen is they're going to have to have... And, they'll, and they will. They'll have medicine that can fight it and make it less contagious more quickly to... Well, and so that's that's where they like you know got into the hydrochloroquine, and they yeah. get into a lot of discussions on that. Where hydrochloroquine makes your symptoms less, but it doesn't necessarily reduce the death rate. Yeah, and that's why they're saying, well, maybe it's not such a great idea. And it's like, well, how the fuck does it reduce your symptoms but not reduce the death rate? Yeah, and it's like it, there's just so many questions around the the way that thing. Uh, if you have the time and you have. Uh, Two hours and twenty ish minutes. The Nicholas Christakis interview with Joe Rogan, which really lays out a lot of great things. It's but it's very eye opening if you actually listen to everything he talks about. Don't just listen to the parts that you want to hear. Actually listen to the parts where he discusses like why this may not be great. Yeah. And that's where I think like there's a lot of that as well, where it's we're just gonna t- intake the knowledge of what we want to hear. But. I probably won't listen to it just for my own sanity. No, I, I think it's a very, I, I don't, to me, it was not like fear inducing. Yeah. Um, Although you did say it scared the fuck out of you. Well, it didn't scare, it did. It didn't, it didn't, but it's from the standpoint of like, I never looked at it that way. Yeah. Like I was always looking at it in the positive. Yeah. Of being like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, Pfizer's 94% effective. Like that's great. Those people that choose to get that vaccine, 
will be vaccinated. Like, that's great. And he's like, well, yeah, but you can't look at what is success. Yeah. So they're saying it's 94% effective. Effective from what? Keeping you alive or just keeping you not from getting it? Yeah. And if it's keeping you alive, then, okay, yes, great. That's, that's fucking great. But if it's just keeping you from getting the disease, but both groups with your control group and your, you know, subject group, both have 10 people that die, is it really worth it? Yeah. And it's like, well, it would reduce the hospital staffing, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know. That's too fucking deep to get into right now. It's too late. He was about to pass the yeah. fuck out. I am about to go to sleep, so that's where I'm signing off. And we're at fucking 115 into it. Perfect. We're going to sign off the old Facebook, so peace out, bitches. Toodles. And we're going to get back to the old uh, garages bands. And uh, thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next week. We will. Episode 13 coming next week. Maybe Tuesday? Tuesday works. Tuesday. Get, get earlier. Thanksgiving. Greatest holiday on earth, Thursday. Who's <laughs> 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 <laughs>